Welcome back to the Urban Action Showcase and Expo Virtual Experience 2021. I'm your host, founder, and executive producer, Demetrius Angelo. And I did not lie. I said that Lady Dragon would be in the house, and lo and behold, she is here with us, ladies and gentlemen. Cynthia Rothrock, Grandmaster Cynthia, Cynthia Rothrock, World Champion Cynthia Rothrock, Queen of Action Cinema Cynthia Rothrock, ladies and gentlemen, in the Dragon's Den. And of course, Jeff Vita, Kung Fu Driving Theater Podcast is with us. And as I always do, I'm going to hand him the reins and let him do what he does. <laughs> Thank you both for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Demetrius. Cynthia, good to see you again. Uh, I, there were a lot of uh, titles there from Demetrius. Uh, Kung Fu film icon, action, cinema pioneer, absolute legend, the Lady Dragon herself, Cynthia. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Listen, we're going to be talking about uh, one of your films, Tiger Claws. It's the 30th anniversary. Uh, so I want to set the audience up here and uh, play the trailer. So uh, let's take that away. And uh, all you guys out there uh, in the audience, take a look. On the streets of New York's Chinatown stalks a new and deadly killer. A serial killer on the loose with ancient martial arts skills. Now, two of New York's toughest cops must use all their skills, all their knowledge, and all their courage to catch Tiger Claws. There must be 10,000 martial artists in New York alone. He's not a lunatic, and he's not out of control, and that's what makes him so dangerous. Don't ever underestimate him. You did that with a sword? No, it's hand. It's Tiger Claws. I've been accepted to train with them. Defend yourself. He came at me with the same pattern, but I need more time. There's no more time. You, you are the same. We're not the same. Jalal Merai, Cynthia Rothrock, Bolo Young, Tiger Claws. <laughs> Cynthia, does that bring back any memories? <laughs> it does. It does. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, that hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tiger Claw is a fun bit of a 90s era uh, psycho thriller kung fu action. Um, and we're going to get into all of that. But uh, before we do, I, I want to um, add some more adjectives to that list that we uh, that we blessed you with at the beginning of the show. Um, not, uh, not just kung fu film uh, pioneer, but um, world traveler and jet setter, I think would be fair. Uh, because you are all over 
the globe, uh, it seems nowadays. For anybody that follows uh, Cynthia on all her socials, all you see are pictures of Cynthia traveling uh, and being gorgeous in these amazing locales. Uh, you, po you posted a picture of a pink lake. Can you can you tell me where where on the planet you were? Yeah, I was in Mexico and I went for a diving trip in Cozumel. And then I was going to stay in Playa de Carmen for a week. And so one of the things I wanted to do is dive in cenotes. I've never done that. And uh, I had two days planned for that. So I'm trying to think what's kind of off the beaten path, because that's what I like to do when I travel is not go to the typical things, the things that are off that beaten path. And uh, someone mentioned, they said, well, there's a lake that's pink. And I said, a pink lake. And they showed me the picture. And I went, oh my gosh, I got to go there. I've never seen one. It was three and a half hours away from where I was. So it was like a seven hour round trip uh, bus ride. And I ended up doing it because I was like, okay, I want to see a pink lake. But I mean, it was, it was awesome. And uh, that's one of the things I like to do is I like to see things that, you know, the average person doesn't get to see and experience things like such a phenomenon. There's only like, I think maybe there's one other place in the world that has that. And the reason the water is pink is because it's near a salt mine and the pink is from the salt, right? And it's like the water, you cannot touch it because it's so salty, it'll burn you if you just like put your hand in. Oh, so you didn't actually dive into it? No, no, you couldn't go in it at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually did that once with Vincent Lynn. I went and we were in, uh, um, we were in uh, uh, Cabo Verde and it was a salt lake. And they're like, yeah, you can go in. And I'm like, there's no bacteria in there, right? And they're like, no, 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 right? It's, uh, it's salt. Nothing will live in this. And I went in, I came back and I had a bacteria, <laughs> you know, like a parasite. And I said, but there's no bacteria in there. And they're like, what about the parasites that love salt? And I went, oh my God, I never thought of that. So <laughs> you know, one, of, one of the pitfalls of being an adventurer is that you end up uh, picking up all sorts of weird things. <laughs> oh, that's incredible though. Uh, and you are definitely an adventurer and definitely off the beaten path uh, kind of traveler. Did you um, jump into a cenote or was it just one of the ones where you climbed down and no, I dived in it. And you know what? I didn't know what to experience because when my daughter was little, we were in Mexico and we, we just swam on top of a cenote and I just remember it being beautiful. Well, the first one he takes us to is this big black hole and I'm looking <laughs> down going, oh my God, is that water clean? Like that's the first thing I'm thinking, where's this water come from? And I don't realize it is that we went down 98 feet and you're in an underground cave and you don't just go down and then like look around and come up. You are going for an hour underground, 98 feet. So you have a guide and there's a line there. So nobody gets lost because they go into different cenotes and you could, you know, you can end up somewhere, you know, out of air or whatever. But I mean, it was definitely an experience for me, not anything I really thought it was going to be. But um, like, if you look on Facebook on my pictures with the lighting, it's, it's incredible. I felt like I was just in a different world, you know? And I was like, yeah. I never thought I'd be in a cave for an hour, like 98 <laughs> feet down swimming around, but uh, there you go. Of course. Of course. Uh, Gregory Mosley in the chat uh, uh, makes a great point. He said there should be a new show traveling with lady dragon. I would absolutely watch that. <laughs> I would love to do something like that. It'd be nice to get paid for all these crazy things I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of off the beaten path, let, let's talk about um, Tiger Claw's 30th anniversary of that film. Uh, like, like I said, uh, 90s era action uh, psycho thriller. Uh, we got to see a, a lot of uh, 90s New York in, in that film. Um, how did you get involved with that in the first place? 
Well, I think, you know, at that time, I just kind of left Hong Kong and uh, I was going to just work, you know, here in America. And I did martial law one and two and then Tiger Claws came and I met with Jalal uh, because, you know, he knew I was quite popular at the time. And he's like, you know, I want to do a movie with you. And, um, you know, we discussed what to do. Uh, and, we, you know, we, we did it and it ended up being a trilogy. They did. We did three yeah. of them, you know, and the, the third one is really crazy because when he called me to do the third one, I was pregnant with my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it till I'm pregnant. And then I says, well, well, maybe I can do it. And I said, <laughs> but I can't fight. And I, I fought like crazy in it. It's like that once, you know, that camera's on and you start fighting, you can't say I can't fight strongly. You know, I just had to give it, give it my all. But yeah, so I'll never forget those. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before on the show. Uh, if, um, if uh, missing tendons and, and broken ankles and legs won't stop you, I doubt a pregnancy was going to stop you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, where in your um, in your memory in the pantheon of Cynthia Rothrock movies does this sit for you? Are, are you fond of of the film? Looking back on it now, I am. You know, I um, for a movie that we really didn't think too much of it. People love it around the world. You know, I still do interviews, you know, <clears throat> about Tiger Claws and they all know Tiger Claws, that movie, you know, and I kind of um, <coughs> base it on the experience I had on the film. And I had a great time, like on those films with Jalal. Yeah. Now, Jalal himself, uh, uh, kind of a, an interesting character, a legit martial artist, uh, but not as widely recognized uh, for that as, as much as, as, as other people that you've worked with maybe, but um, definitely a character unto himself. Um, <laughs> from what I understand, he sold his jewelry business to get into film production. And, uh, and this was one of the, the big films that, uh, that uh, he wanted to uh, get uh, his company off the ground with. What was it like to work with him? You know, he was very eager. Um, he just wanted to make the best film. He wanted to be an actor. And so he sold his business, you know, to be it. Not that many people would do that. They don't have that drive and determination. Yeah. What was, what was it uh, like uh, mixing it up with him martial arts wise? You need some water there? <laughs> Sorry. Need Sorry, guys. I have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hope you feel better. <laughs> but what was it like uh, to mix it up with him uh, martial arts? Wise? Um, he was a great martial artist. Um, you know, we had Bolo in it. That was fun. You know, it was the first time I got to meet Bolo. And, uh, you know, the cast, he had a wonderful cast. Uh, it, it, it just, it, it was a nice experience. I mean, a lot of things that weren't so nice happened, but they were out of his control. Mm. Like what? Can you, can you get into any of that? Yeah. Like we would shoot in a warehouse and it was freezing. There was no heat. So I ended up pulling both my hamstrings. Oh. And, um, and then you have to go do all this kick. So, I mean, it, it was just like little situations like that. Like we'd be outside and it was like 15 below zero, you know, the weather was so cold, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, things like that. We didn't shoot it in the, let's say the most, the greatest conditions that there was. So. <laughs> the perils of film work, right? Um, Joe Rubello, uh in the in the chat uh, said something that I, I was going to actually bring up too. Uh, he says, "I always like how you add real life elements of your life uh, in a conversation you have in the film." You mentioned that you you trained in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, I, I, exactly. I got to throw that in there, and I also used my cousin's name, Kathy Markowski. And they're like, <laughs> "Can we use that name? Can we use that name?" 
And I was they were like, yeah, 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 okay, we could clear because they got to clear every name that they did. And I remember when my cousin saw it with all her friends, she was like so excited going, oh, my God, my cousin used my name. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, uh, the big draw for a lot of fans was uh, you and Bolo Young in the same film. Um, that, w- that looked like it was going to be pretty cool. Had you known him before? I, you hadn't worked with him before, but had you known him at all? Did you travel in the same circles or work in the same circles at all before this? No, I, I didn't know him at all. And I was I was really excited to fight him because I just came from Hong Kong. And when I was shooting martial law, a lot of the stuntmen were telling me not to hit so hard because in Hong Kong, you hit hard. It doesn't, it, you get hit hard, you hit hard. And I remember Corey Yoon, his like famous saying to me was harder, Cindy, harder, Cindy, right? <laughs> so I was hitting hard and they were like, no, you don't need to do that. You don't even need to touch us. And I'm like, but you kind of have to, so I could react to it. So here I am thinking Bolo, Oh, big, strong guy from Hong Kong. I can hit him as hard as I can. And he, he was like, no, no, don't touch. You don't need to touch me. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, he was Bolo. He was, he was the badass from, from blood sport and he, he didn't want to mix he it up that hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> He didn't speak a lot uh, of dialogue in the film. Was he able to to speak a lot of English at all or no? No, at that time he didn't. He spoke some English, but not really, really a lot. So I think that's probably why, you know, he he didn't have uh, too many lines. So how, what was it like then uh, on set when you had to coordinate the fights and, and, and communicate back and forth? Well, you know, I, I came up in doing Hong Kong movies where, Mostly everybody didn't speak English. They only sp- spoke Cantonese. And, you know, action is universal. You really don't, you just got to look and copy and, and do it, you know, and you understand how to move, you understand what to do. So I think that that part is easy for someone if you're doing, uh, you're filming, you know, and you don't have dialogue and it's just action. To me, it's, it's just like a universal silent language. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any um, fond memories uh, from that film, uh, kind of offbeat memories uh, from any anything on set? Yeah, I, I think I uh, probably put this guy into therapy. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I like to have fun on set and I like, I, I like to have a good time. You know, when it comes time to work, you're serious. But they were telling me, they said about four people came up to me and they said it was a stunt guy I was fighting and they said, Cynthia whatever you do, don't touch his hair because he, he, he's thinning and he's losing his hair. And he just said, make sure she doesn't touch my hair. Right. Well, sure enough, they put a scene in, you know, where you grab the hair and you do a hit. Right. And, and they're like, but don't touch it. Just like put your hand on top. So, they had this black wig in the uh, dressing room. So I got some of the hair and I put it in here and I went like that. And I went ah, like that, like it was hair. Oh my God. I thought he was going to cry. And he was like so upset. He thought it was really his hair. And I was just trying to, you know, be funny or whatever. And it kind of backfired on me. So, I mean, he probably, I don't know if I'm his like favorite person to this day. <laughs> did you ever tell him or no? Yeah, oh yeah, of course I did. I was like, no, 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 it was a wig. It's not your hair. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. That was real funny, Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if uh, you did that to me, I would be hysterical. I would think, oh, oh how yeah. funny, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great, though. <laughs> um, one of the things that uh, we, we didn't uh, get in the first film was that uh, big uh, Bolo-Cynthia Rothrock finale fight. Um, 
understandable. It was Jalal's film. He wanted to, I'm sure he wanted to, to be the hero in it. Um, did that come up uh, in discussions at all? I mean, I mean, you're Cynthia Rothrock and it's Bolo Young. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's Jalal's movie. He's the star, you know, I just go do my job and do what, what I got to do. You know, would I have loved to have done the big fight scene finale? Absolutely. But you know, that's, you know, it wasn't written that way and that's not what I signed on to do. So, you know, I wasn't the director. Jalal was the director, the pr producer and the star. <laughs> right, right, right. So when you got that script though, and you, and you looked at it, what made you think this is going to be something that, that I'm going to want to get involved with? Well, you know, uh, I like the mysticism about it. You know, the, the tiger claws and the, the Chinese uh, philosophy, mysticism. I like that. I like the fact that I get to fight with Bull Young because I didn't um, really, you know, know him before. I just knew him like from like the, the big, big, big Chinese guy. And I was just excited to work with someone from Hong Kong again. And uh, we were shooting it in, um, I believe we shot it in Toronto, you know, and I never shot a movie in Canada. So I was all excited about that. You know, I was like, Ooh, ooh yeah, this is where Starbucks was, was originated. <laughs> you know, so, uh, so I, I just, uh, you know, I just thought, yeah, it's going to be a good project from reading yeah. the script. Um, I've got a question in the audience. Uh, Joe uh, asks, after seeing Shang-Chi, uh, do you see the homages to you and your body of work? Are, do, are you conscious of that kind of thing with um, big uh, martial arts epics that are out there? Do you see the, uh, the nods to what you've set in place? Uh, you know, uh, yes. Yeah. When I see them, I, I haven't seen that film yet, so I can't really uh, comment on it. But yeah. We, uh, one more question here. Were Tiger Claws 2 and 3 a better experience? Uh, you know, uh, it wasn't, I didn't say it was a bad experience. It was, they were all uh, good experiences. I know we had a couple episodes where Bolo wasn't happy and he actually ended up leaving set and Jalal there's scenes where you see him with the hood over him and it's not really him. Um, mm. You know, it was like some kind of I guess, financial agreement that they had that didn't come through right away. So, you know, there was a little dissension there. And I felt sorry for uh, Jalal because he was wearing all these hats and he had to, you know, he was doing all this stuff. So, so that, that was like a little uh, uh, disconcerting, you know, for, for us when, when that happened. Um, but uh, two and three, when I go back, I think they all kind of blend into one movie. So it's hard to distinguish which was which, which was which. But uh, I remember when I was doing Tiger Claws 1, I was used to having a choreographer choreograph all the sights, uh, all my movements. And when we got there, you know, we're all waiting and I'm looking around and everybody's looking at me. And I was like, where's the choreographer? And they're like, well, don't you do it? Don't you choreograph all your own fight scenes? And I was like... <laughs> No, I don't. I said someone else comes in, right? So they didn't have one. So uh, there's, I know, I think the first fight scene I did is where I have a purse. So I kind of just choreographed it like a steel whip, like a Jackie Chan kind of thing, because that's like kind of the weird stuff I like to do. So, so that was an interesting thing for me. It's like, oh, okay, I, I have to, I have to do choreography too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, a testament though to your mastery of of the skill to be able to do that. Um, but speaking of that, then, do you have a, a favorite fight or a, a really uh, memorable fight from that film? Uh, there was a lot of, not a ton of action, not a ton of fighting in it, but there was a lot of good fighting in it. Do you, was there any one that stands out to you as something that you that you remember? 
Well, I, I remember that scene with the purse because it was a real purse and I had, I think it probably was my purse and I had like a bunch of things and it was really <laughs> heavy, you know, and the guy's like, don't hit me with it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, I remember, I think in, uh, in the Tiger Claws 3, it, this was a funny story. <clears throat> I had a stick or something and someone was shooting a spearhead at me and I had to hit it, right? Just the spearhead. And they're like, you're never going to be able to do that. And I said, well, you know what? Let's just try it because they were going to stop it and, you know, rig something up so it looks like he hit it. And I remember on the first take, whack, I hit it. And the spearhead went, went like flying across the room. I was like, oh, my God, that didn't hit anybody. It's like, don't ask me to do that again. You did get that on film, right? <laughs> So uh, you're uh, obviously dangerous on set. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's great, though. Um, somebody uh, mentioned, um, I love this woman as a martial artist and a female action legend. Um, I mean, that speaks for itself. Uh, when you are um, out and about and... Uh, my cat. <laughs> what's that? You see my cat? She's creeping in the oh. chair. <laughs> That's her chair. That's great. <laughs> <It's a massage. laughs> uh, when you're out and about now, uh, all over the world, uh, how often are you getting recognized as uh, kung fu film icon Cynthia Rothrock? Uh, you know, I think um, like I just got recognized in Cozumel, mm -hmm. and I I don't think people recognize me per se, but when they see my name. You know, then they recognize it and then word <laughs> starts traveling throughout the resort and to different places. Oh, was it the Rothrocks in the house? So I think it's it's more a recognition of the name. And then they're like, um, are you Cynthia Rothrock, the action star? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> interesting. Oh, here's a here's an interesting question here. The 90s were sort of a mecca for martial arts cinema on VHS. Uh, do you think that martial arts cinema will make a comeback? with all the various streaming platforms popping up. I do. I, it's definitely making a comeback. I like just within the last two days, got three offers to do three different movies. Oh, so cool. it's definitely, definitely uh, coming back. And one is a really big project coming up. So uh, I've seen it, you know, I've been doing it what for 30 plus years and it's been up and it's been down and it's been up and it's down. And luckily to say it's been, it's, it's going up again. And I just hope that, you know, the more it goes up, the more people want to do projects and the more projects we see, but they have to be good projects because when projects start coming out that aren't good just to get them done and someone's trying to make a quick buck or, you know, uh, it doesn't come out how you want, then that's what causes it to go back down again, you know? Sure, so we sure. got to make sure that it's great. It's all coming up again, but that the quality, the quality is good. And we were just talking about Shang-Chi. It's a huge budget, uh, big, big Marvel uh, production that has martial arts uh, right front and center uh, throughout the whole thing. Um, are there uh, any uh, projects out there right now? Um, ones that you're not involved with where uh, you're, um, that gives you uh, hope for martial arts cinema, action cinema right now. You know what? I've just been seeing it. it it's just getting more, uh, it's getting bigger and bigger. And especially like you said, because of all the platforms now, everybody wants, you know, more programs. So you see a lot more action. I think we're in a really good period, you know, for, 
for someone, not like myself, when I was first starting, it was really hard to have a lot of action movies. I mean, there weren't yeah. that many, you know, there weren't that many opportunities for people. And now, you know, there's so many opportunities and people are like, why aren't you on that TV show? Why aren't you on that TV show? It's like, God, they didn't call me. I don't know why I'm not on it. If I'd be on it if they, if I could, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, 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 um, you know, the more you see and the more popular uh, the movies are. I mean, I remember when I first saw The Kingsman. Remember when that movie mm -hmm, came out? Mm -hmm, yeah. I loved the action in that. And I was yeah. like, yeah, because that's the kind of action I like to do. You know, so uh, I was so excited about that. So, um, you know, action, action sells. Everybody likes action, sure. but it's got to be good action. It's got to be good action. Yeah, I was going uh, to say that because um, you can put out a lot of bad action and uh an hour and a half of really bad action is just going to be an hour and a half of wasted time, right? So uh, the other thing that um, is uh, is nice uh, in this particular era is that there are a lot of options uh, for creators to uh, not necessarily have to go through Hollywood or the big studios to, to get stuff out there. Um, have you uh, have you been uh, keeping your eye on, on things like that where there are creators just kind of putting stuff out on YouTube and, and, and really kind of knocking your socks off with the action that they're putting out? Well, yeah, I mean, look at Cobra Kai, right? That started it all. Everybody's like, wow, good, good story, uh, brilliant idea. And look how big that is, that is now, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many platforms and there's so many experience, uh, not experience, but talented, talented directors out there, writers out there, martial artists out there. Now's the time to do it, you know? Like you, you do something phenomenal and it goes viral, you know? There's a, a ticket easily, easily made, but... The more we see this, the more I see the more creative people are getting. And it's it's awesome to see how everything is uplifted, you know? Yeah. Speaking of uplifting, I don't know if you saw that uh, that uh, comment uh, flash across the screen there, Chisholm Jerry. Uh, welcome, dear sister G uh, Grandmaster. You were tougher than nails and pioneered very strong physical standards. You really raised the bar and it has to come down. We love you. Wishing you blessings and continued health and strength from Lady Sensei and the Women's Martial Arts Network. That's pretty oh, cool. thank you. I love her and I love what, what she does for women. And uh, she truly is a role model. Uh, I bow to her and I have the same feeling she has for me, but for her in a, in a different <laughs> perspective. So, uh, and uh, it's, it's just phenomenal to uh, promote women, uh, you know, to help them with their dreams. Because like when I was coming up, even in competition and in movies, I had a fight. It was so hard. And that's why a lot of the times it's like, well, why weren't you fighting Bolo? Well, because I wasn't till all Mary, you know what I mean? You're, you could fight and you're really good, but the guy's going to come in and save the day in the end, you know? And, uh, you know, but that doesn't have to be like today, you know? And especially, you know, what I'm so proud about is seeing women filmmakers, you know, uh, directing. I'm uh, one of the judges for the, uh, for uh, the UK for um, Film Fest. And uh, I, there's so many women up and coming, you know, in all different fields. So it, it's just, it's great to see that. It's really, really great to see it co coming from, you know, a position where it was very, uh, women were such a minority and it's good to see, you know, everybody having faith in themselves and, and real, realizing talent doesn't matter who you are, but if talent is talent. Yeah. You know. We just had a panel uh, with, um, with uh, on on the uh, femme fatales uh, women in action cinema uh and the director of never back down revolt is kelly madison uh wonderful uh director happens to be a female um and uh, a 
big female cast as well. So, um, but all of that is built upon what you set down. So of, of course, props to everything that you've done to, to make that happen. <laughs> I've tried. I have, right? And I'm still, still doing it. Still. <laughs> yeah. still well, that's another thing too. I mean, you're still doing it. Um, and uh, someone asked this in, in the, uh, the chat, how uh, have you stopped time and, and stay in shape and keep your flexibility and continue to have that drive to keep making uh, films and, and uh, showcasing your stuff? Well, you know, one, one of the things is that really bothers me is when people associate age, you know, like you can't do that. You can't do that. And I'm like the kind of person is I can do whatever I, I want to do or can do, you know, and I don't like it if people tell me you can't do something. So I try, you know, one of the reasons I, I like to show people when I do extreme adventure is that, you know, no, not everybody can get out and do it, but you have to live life how you want to live it, you know, and you can't let anybody else say, I got so many times I hear <clears throat> even my good friend, Don Wilson, you know, I'm always like, Don, stop saying that. He's like, Don's like, I'm old. And I'm like, well, we're close to the same age, but I would never say that, you know? And I'm like, he's like, I'm on the last third of my life. It's going to be relaxing and easy, you know? And it's just different mentalities. You know, I, uh, I, I think I try to stay positive. I try to be a positive influence to people. And uh, if I can give back to someone, whether it's martial arts wise, it's positive wise, uh, you know, just an uplifting little smile or make someone happy, I feel like I'm giving back, which, you know, I, I want to do, you know, as we get older, we want to, you know, give back as much as we can. And that's what I, I tried to do, you know, is that, yeah, you know, I have a, a bad knee, but. I've had it for 40 years and I still do what I do, you know, and I don't, I don't let anything get me down, you know, and I, I, um, I think the key uh, is to keep yourself fit because we got to stay healthy, you know, and, um, you know, eat fairly good. I eat fairly good. I, I do drink a lot of coffee <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and a few glasses of wine here and there, but, you know, I think life is how we perceive it. and. Um, and no matter, everybody has bad things happen. I have, trust me, I have like so many bad things happen to me, but you can't dwell on negativity and you got to look at the good things in life. And to me, I really think that's what keeps me happy and positive. And um, when you love life and you love people and you like to give back, it, it gives you an aura that people can pick up, you know, and they, they want to be around you. And um, that's, that's, what you know what i try to do for people <laughs> uh, your attitude is infectious and and you're continuing to inspire uh, there are a lot of uh female action stars that are that are um coming up now that all always point to you uh, as the uh, the inspiration for them do you uh do you get to uh connect with a lot of these uh, action stars coming up and uh and hear about your uh, your inspiration to them you know, I do like if I go to a film festival and I get to meet some of the actors or, or some of the directors. Uh, um, I'm not the kind of person, I, I'm not a big Hollywood person. I don't like to go to big Hollywood parties and do all that. I'd much rather be hiking in the backwoods, you know, something like that. So that's that's kind of where I don't get out and I meet a lot of people. But when I do get out, like even at... Um, uh, you know, like the Urban Action Showcase when we're live on that, that gives me the opportunity to meet a lot of people. And uh, I, I 
I meet a lot in seminars, you know, if I'm doing a choreography seminar or a martial arts seminar and, and then I become friends and I try to help out anybody I could. But as far as being out there, yeah, you, you'll see me more like hiking or diving than, than out there schmoozing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would be your uh, your best piece of advice to action stars coming up uh, to maintain the longevity that you are currently enjoying? Well, you know um, the longevity. Okay, the, yeah, that's another another uh, issue. Like a lot of people say, how have you been able to sustain so long, right? When other people haven't, and I, and I think I it, it's just I love what I do. And, uh, and I love to interact with my fans and with my friends. And if you do that, you know, you're always going to have the support of, of people because you're, you know, giving back to them and they're giving back to you. And, uh, I think, you know, you just stay out there and do what you love doing. That's what it is. If you say, all right, I'm not going to do this. Like some martial arts people, they might've been a champion a while back. And then now nobody knows them because they're not out there. They're not doing anything, you know? Well, well, that's why you have to, you have to stay current. You have to stay current. All right. So speaking of current uh, stars, are there any female action stars that you, uh, that you kind of follow today and you're like, watch her. She's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't say I, I follow people, but I see things that people do, you know, and uh, if I get a chance, I'll get, I'll say, hey, wow, that was awesome. Very proud of you. And then they're happy, you know, they're happy. Oh my God, Cynthia Rothrock did that. Uh, so uh, I, yeah, I, you know, I guess I would, I mean, if you wanted to name a few people right now, um, I don't know, because there's so many, like I said, there's so, so many women out there, you know, uh, my friend Anita Clay, you know, she came from there, right, and doing stunts and stuff like that you know and i i just uh i just think you know you 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 have to be good at what you do and you have to be able to work with everybody even though sometimes situations aren't good you can't like you know you just got to take it you just gotta you know no attitude no ego uh no jealousy and just you know go and do the best you can and be the best yep. person you can be <laughs> um Again, for anybody that follows your socials, uh, you've been dropping some hints about things that you're working on. Uh, you, you're working on some kind of secret project out in Vegas. Uh, can you uh, drop any more hints yes, about I that did. at all? We kind of went live with it yesterday. Uh, yes, I am doing Black Belt Theater. I am hosting it with Stefan Johnson. Uh, awesome. who is uh, a comedian voiceover who is not a martial artist. So it's kind of funny. We have a lot of banter going back and forth because I'm the martial art authority and he's more like the food authority. Right. Uh, so we, uh, we shot six episodes and I believe they might start airing. Uh, on Jungo. Uh, you could get that on my website. It's free. It's a free uh, app and you can watch all these martial art movies and all these programs. And uh, I think there, there, it might air this November. Um, and then we're going back and we're shooting uh, six more. So I'm really excited because uh, I've dabbled like doing shows, you know, with my friend Trina here and there, but this is, you know, this is, this is more real in a nice studio and, you know, uh, I have to do my homework and watch all these martial art films that I forgot, you know, it's like the Chinese uh. connection is like, and then I'll, I'm watching in my room, like all these, uh, all these old movies, you know, <laughs> it's bringing back good memories. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So and then I think they're going to do one of mine. I was like, Oh my gosh, that one's going to be the funniest yet. I think they have to, they have to, right. They have to. 
Well, they did. Actually, we did do Showdown in Manila. I was in that one. Yeah, so that's one of them up and coming. But it's a fun show, and I'm really, really excited about it. So I hope you guys, um, when it airs, watch it. And then, uh, uh, yeah, Black Belt TV, so Black Belt Theater. That's cool. Do you do you have any yeah. details on where or when? Uh, not yet. Um, I wasn't able to mention anything until it went uh, live yesterday. Uh, George Chung, uh, phenomenal martial artist and good friend of mine, is uh, producing it. And um, uh, I think he was trying to see if something may be out around Bruce Lee's... Uh, birthday but i'm not sure so i haven't had a date yet but uh, as soon as i find out i'll put it on social media awesome awesome so we'll be looking out for that what else do you have going on what other what other projects are you working on that you can talk about um i have um a western that's uh, going to be coming up, which is going to be interesting. Um, I just had to turn down a part, and I hate doing that because it was with Tom Sizemore. He's an actor that I really oh, like, and yeah. it was an acting part. And coming back from Mexico, I got sick. I had a fever, oh, no. and I, I, I had. I said, I, I'm sorry. I didn't want to get anybody sick, even though I wanted to do it. You know, and I'm thinking, can I do it? Can I do it? And I was like, no. You know. Um, you know, with our health standards now, you have to be be good. I did have a COVID test. It was negative, but still, good. you know, you can see I still have that little bit of a cough. And I said, you know what? That's the perils of diving in cenotes. But would I give that up for that? No. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, what about travels? Do you have uh, any interesting travels coming up? Any, any more cool yeah. places? I was supposed to go to Egypt next week wow. on another dive trip, but I canceled that because, uh, I, I, uh, actually, I think I'm, I'm kind of thinking I have something bacteria in my regulator. So I, I'm, I'm on that verge because twice I got sick from diving and I think something, something is with my regulator going on. So, uh, so I canceled that, but I do have a, a big hike coming up in uh, December into, uh, Death Valley. I'm going to be backpacking for five days. And then uh, in January, a dive trip in Maldives and uh, be at uh, the Action Martial Arts Hall of Fame in January. And um, yeah, uh, so that's coming up. It's all exciting. And uh, well, and of course, you know, I head to Vegas uh, another about two weeks to do some more of Black Belt Theater. So, so busy, staying busy. Of course, because you're Cynthia Rothrock, of course. <laughs> um, there's actually a question, uh, Renee Grayson, in the chat. When did you know that this is what you wanted to do? Well, you know, here's the funny thing. I actually got involved in movies uh, by mistake. You know, uh, they were looking for a guy to be the next Bruce Lee, and I was on the West Coast demonstration team, and I went down, and they, they hired me. So I thought I was going to go and do one movie, which was Yes, Madam, with Michelle Yeoh. And then that would be it. I didn't really foresee a career in, in film, although every, I think, girl or guy has a dream they'd like to be in a mo movie with Jackie Chan. You know, that's what my, he was like my hero. And I wanted to be in a movie with Jackie Chan. Um, but when I did it, I thought that was just going to be it. You know, and I thought, oh, wow, what a great experience. I could tell my child someday I was in a movie in Hong Kong, you know, and that movie became a big hit. And then I got offered from Golden Harvest to do three movies. And at that time, that was my last year of competing because I wanted to retire undefeated for five years. And that was coming up. So when I, I thought, oh, I would just concentrate on my martial arts school. 
but then it transitioned into that. So after I did Yes, Madam, uh, my next movie uh, was No Retreat, No Surrender 2. Then at that point, I've realized, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do, you know, because for five years, all I did was teach and compete. That was it. So pretty, pretty uh, soon, I realized I love this and I want to do this. <laughs> And the fans love you. And uh, speaking of that, uh, there is a way for fans to connect with you and uh, more in a more personal way. Um, the Dragon's Den VR experience and fan experience. Uh, can you tell us, us a little bit about that so that the, the fans can get in touch? Okay. So, Cynthia, I'm not sure if you've seen it. I kind of showed it to you through video. So, yeah, I can yeah. see it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, basically, this is a what we call 3D gamification. So if you're on your computer, your laptop, desktop, phone, or tablet, right? You simply just check out. You walk around, you can use the arrow keys, you can use your WASD keys, but basically it's a tribute to your martial arts. It's a tribute to uh, your films. So on this floor, it's more about martial arts. Uh, we do have a couple of films, see you in Black Belt Magazine. And of course, this tribute right here, very famous tribute, the original Atomic Blonde tribute. So if no one's seen that before, you can watch it in here. But uh, as you travel, you go up to the next level, Baby Dragon 2, boom, here. Now we're looking at a lot of her films uh, throughout the years. Uh, you can actually decide what you want the background to look like. So if you want the city or you want Hong Kong, you just click it and Hong Kong will be in the background. Uh, all your social media is here for people to follow you, YouTube and, of course, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, of course, as you see, 30th anniversary tag clause here. And, of course, your iconic Lady Dragon, Lady Dragon 2 films. And we still have your uh, tribute video as well. And then what fans can do is they can um, come to the events tab, the drop down menu it says Celebrity Fan X and Dragon's Experience here. And then they can sign up to get like a personal message or something like that um, from you. And that's it. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> That's I'm like, that's awesome. Well, wait a minute. That's me, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But wait till you see it actually in VR. So that the cool thing about this is that it's also VR. So if you have an Oculus Quest or Oculus Quest 2, when you, you, you can literally be what we call full immersion. So you can literally walk into there. So if wow. you go into your room, the ceilings are 30 feet high. So you're looking around like this. The whole thing is just, you know, it, it's engulfing you. So it's, it's a really immersive experience. Wow. So if you've heard talk about the metaverse, this is your introduction into the metaverse right here. Okay. And you can be fully immersed in, in the world of Cynthia Rothrock, which is not a bad place to be. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> unless um, you're 98 feet down under a cave. <laughs> or unless we're fighting you, apparently, since you, since you like to hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But Cynthia, thank you so much uh, for taking the time out to talk. Um, I hope you, you feel better soon. Uh, yeah, but thank uh, you. yeah, and I, and I hope you continue with your adventures out there on, on the global stage uh, as well as on the uh, Hollywood stage. Uh, always look forward to all of your projects and uh, always look forward to the ways that you will continue to inspire the next generation of, of filmmakers and, and action stars. So uh, thank you so much for, for taking the time out to talk. It's been great seeing you again. 
Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me. Uh, love being here. And I would say thank you to everybody out there and uh, God bless and be safe. Absolutely. Once again, guys, Jeff Vita, Kung Fu Driving Podcast. You guys check that out. I'm going to put it in the chat. Um, it's part of the top 2% when it comes to, to the action uh, podcast. Check that out. And of course, follow Cynthia on Instagram and of course on uh, Facebook. So until then, uh, everybody stay safe and Cynthia get well very soon. I, will. And, I feel great. I feel great. It's just a little cough. So I'm doing good. That's why I have my tea here. <laughs> all right. All right. So we'll see you next time, everybody. God bless. And thank you to all the fans for the questions. You guys stay safe. Thank uh, you, Demetrius. You're welcome. Poison plan rocks the world. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan, now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea, roaming over the land. Yeah, the little bit soldier is old, otherwise, he wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to raise jars. Fight for the cars, then pause here, but pause. Not the end back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jetley's even faster. Could chat a little drink because he is the drunken master. Once upon a time, a shiner. Rosa McQuan is real fine, but see, Maggie chose his spine. Golden Swallow has arrived. Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive. We've got the brave archer make his way to the top of the mountain, gonna fight. May as well pick the spot. Yeah, the sky goes black, cause the vampire's back. We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all, so stand back. You place the black magic on the soul of the sword. And our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Manti style. Yeah, the Feed the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Walk to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See it's a game of death yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China counting the TikTok The Shogun assassin slashing blood is just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the won't stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got Irma just in yellow but she isn't the dragon but in the tea rooms That's where it'll happen, she got the bodies on the floor When the blood it'll splatter against the wall No fear at all, to kill them all There's always blood spilled when you head into a war Fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that the car jet I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumbling the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Walk into the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm To smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting